0: Welcome to Talking Turf with Turf Business TV. We're joined today by Jason Booth from IOG, Darren Baldwin from Tottenham Hotspur, Stuart Kerrison from Essex County Cricket Club, and Lee Strutt from the Royal Automobile Club. We've talked about a number of different subjects over the last few episodes, guys. Um, the one that I want to talk about today, which is I think something Lee's brought up, is how can education meet the true needs of the industry? And the requirements of the industry. So, your no subject, you want
1: to open us up on that? As I've gone through my career, I've been very fortunate to do different um, education through different awarding bodies. And I think one of the things that we, we as an industry, that we're still missing is we send guys and girls to college. They get their NVQs, uh, BTEC qualifications, and they, they come back to the workplace. And um, I feel that it's not really meeting the needs of the business. I have to retrain them on how to use the equipment, I have to retrain them so, so that they understand what MP and K mean. I appreciate the awarding bodies have their agenda and they have to follow out a set certain criteria when they lay out education, but I feel that, that the education is going on one path, the to the actual workplace is actually on another parallel and actually they're not meeting. And we seem to have this evolution of new education new education but this parallel doesn't never seem to get closer i mean the, the, the thought was meant to be is that as the people come back from education uh, at, in the workforce that they can contribute but it seems to be that we have to re-educate them again to actually get any value out of them and, and i think that you know if this was my own business i, I don't think that what i pay for in education to send someone to, to get a certificate actually doesn't deliver it out of the
2: workplace. It's
1: like it's not fit
2: for the purpose that, that they're trying to do.
1: Stuart, do you have
2: similar experiences? Um, well, we, we've just had our uh, head grounds in school down at and Jason came on to that. He was talking about education there for a, for a little bit. I mean, we're starting now where it's bespoke. Yeah? Well, still, Jason's fun you know, that That is where we, the cricket is such a specialised thing. And you know, I would be sitting in heels back in the, in the 80s and uh, it was mainly golf, golf already we did one day over the course of two or three years on cricket True. and it was about 20, 25 years out of day. yeah? Right. And I ended up teaching more than the, the um, lecturer did. Right. You know, um, and I was literally just a, a newbie in it. <coughs> um, so, and I've got lads who, who are going to do courses now, they do a little bit of landscaping in there. And so they're trying to cover such a broad spectrum now, I know they've got to get a basis somewhere and they've got to be a basic starting point somewhere, but landscaping, really? Okay. If you're going know, okay. to be a sports yeah. announcement it's yeah. not a great thing for us. Um, to me, it should be a separate, separate event for
3: them.
0: Okay. So, now, is it similar
2: I
3: think has yeah. got them. my nail on the head there with bespoke. You look at the industry as a whole, and whether that's football, golf, um, cricket, in the last 15 years, Um, the way that playing services have evolved with new technology, so not just the big stadiums with the lights, but the cricket outfields now, the modern drainage system, I mean no longer there's a game now when it stops raining that we have to wait 4 hours while we mop up the outfield. Apart from Hong Kong. We could have our own show on that (laughs) one. Maybe we Um, will. (laughs) Uh, and the same with golf, you know, USGA Greens, you know, the, the modern golf course, even the, you know, your average members' course, Greens are getting rebuilt to USGA spec rather than the push up power ones that are there for Donkey's years. It is evolving, and we have to evolve with it, and our education side has to evolve not just the basics, and how to cut, how to use a mower, how to set a mower up, but into bespoke areas. I uh, think that's where we need to look at channeling and again. Kim okay, and um, Nick and Jason come under here that's that's where certainly with hybrid stuff that we, we, it's, it's going to go and that's where we need to go. So uh, we move to you yeah. actually uh, we move to you. Uh, yeah uh, we found that as we move from sport to
4: sport especially at the high end it, they, they want different skills and we're looking and we're doing uh, an initiative now from the education side of things we're actually going to organisations and assess what, what, they, what they actually need because the the, clone, the business themselves might need to go down a, a, a certain channel and we, we uh, work out education that matches their, their business needs basically and it's the same with membership as well in each sport at each level it, everybody wants different no longer can you have an IOG membership that serves an individual membership that serves the head groundsman at Manchester United and the volunteer at the Dog and Duck FC. Yeah. So uh, everything's changing, and it, it, like I said, it's evolving. We've got to move with the times, the industry's got to move with the times, exactly what uh, Lee said. But I think the big thing is, is that we're sat here talking about this, about the education not matching the needs. The biggest thing is feedback, and that's the hardest thing to get, is actually feedback. We're sat here and talking about it. Do we actually, feed, as, a, as an industry, do we feed that back to the, uh, the people in education that yes. is not running parallel? it doesn't meet the needs.
1: I think that there's been quite a bit of feedback coming, that, that goes back, but there's a lot of red tape of, yeah. well, no, this is how it That's is, right. and it's yeah. just, you know, I just sort of think that the guys aren't built on a foundation of knowledge. It's like they're fast-tracked, ticking mm. a box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, days gone by, it would have been, you had to serve three years mm. apprenticeship, mm. and you had to learn your stuff, and if you didn't, you know, you never actually got moved from being a trainee greenkeeper, which we don't really have anymore because obviously it's like, I don't want to be the trainee, I want to be known as the assistant now, or, or I want to be the, pa- the manager in five years. I've really enjoyed my apprenticeship and I really enjoyed when I finished my three years and, and the head greenkeeper said, right, we're actually now going to call you assistant. I felt like I've actually learned a skill and a craft, whereas now it's, it's that fast track, six months. Whatever education system it is, they've got the ticket, but there's actually no depth to mm-hmm. it. And that, you mm-hmm. know, I feel that as, as a manager, I'm actually getting more and more turned mm-hmm. off to send people through formal yeah. education. And mm-hmm. actually, what I try and do is like buy in um, informal uh, short courses and mm-hmm. have people come to me, right? I want you to do a tractor course for me, I want you to do uh, a spraying course for me. And um, I know they kind of bespoke things anyway, but I think uh, the soil sciences. I'd rather say maybe send my guys to a sword lab and mm-hmm. actually learn the stuff, and not just go through the a motions. A
2: rep coming in to give you the expert opinion and say, "All right, you might be trying to sell us something," but the trouble with that is <coughs> it's not a recognised um, award or a certificate or anything like that. And that, that's where people tend to want. oh we've got around this. It is like you say, box technology. we' Better do our MVQ two. Better do our level three, level four. I've been fortunate to be over in New Zealand just recently and all of their staff are up to level three at the minimum, if not level four. Right. Yeah, equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well we're it saying MVQs aren't actually
0: matching your needs
2: in your individual sectors.
0: What
1: about apprenticeships? Yeah, I think apprenticeships are good, but it's like we there they need to be a structure if if Darren had an apprenticeship and he t- uh, an apprenticeship here and he turned around and said, he says Darren, I, I don't really want to do football to go." into golf, how do I know that he's had the foundation skill set set in this apprenticeship? Because there's like the, there's no value to actually what the certificates are and I think that's kind of one of my biggest drivers is that you know, if I don't my career again I was fortunate that I'd done and guilds and if you weren't good enough you didn't pass you'd never hear anyone failing now yeah, whereas yeah. I heard loads of people fail Turn up, get
0: through.
1: Yeah. You know, but what I'm saying is I think it's no losers this it's it's is going to yeah. water down how the industry is going to be driven um, I mean one of the key things I mean at PTME I teach budgeting now I've been fortunate to do like I said different education courses no one's actually taught me actually how to budget and I've gone right up to doing my Degree, something's bad. Something's not quite in this industry. That I realised actually we're not so given all the. So if
0: I'm hearing this in your sector in particular, you don't think you know, you're getting the specialist skills training to be a greenkeeper through yeah. the education system. But then when you develop, and you guys have all developed a senior position, are you getting the training that you need to manage big teams? Yeah, you know, look at budgets. Look at you know managing like that?
2: That's where it needs to be at a level, 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 level. I've been in the trade for 30 odd years, I've been in the grounds for 25 years. And it's like, what course do I go on? It's no good me going on MVQ2, yeah. which I haven't got, I can't start in you know, at a level 4. You know? I think, I think, your your training is, training I think well, is that relevant for me to do that? Management yeah. training, you make it up as you go along. You know? okay. And in this day and age, there's no reason why that should still be the case. And I think with you know, the IOG of um, and off a, an internet course mm-hmm. and maybe that that's a good starting point, in my view we can make that more bespoke for cricket, football, rugby, yeah. tennis, golf. It, it's about being
4: flexible uh, and having I mean, that flexibility to be able to go mm. on training and education and identifying, Steve doesn't want to waste his time on uh, a course, he, he wants something that's specific that's going to hit the, hit the spot straight away yeah. and I think it's identifying that and being able to provide that is, is the key because everybody's shot on time. Yeah. Everybody's shot on time. So we need to hit the spot. Anybody that's providing education needs to hit the spot. And then that's going to be, uh, that, that's a big issue and that's something that needs to be resolved. In other I mean, maybe that's not
0: something IOG and bigger, the, the association, should be providing that management
3: training. Maybe that comes from outside. I think it's down to the individual as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Up until last year, I've had no formal training on man management of staff or anything. But we we'll are developed to uh, managing the Spurs way brand right up within our own brand um, where we look at how we we manage our staff and um, we look at what training we need and we've had the next thermal company come in and right. give us that training but also carrying out performance development reviews of your staff um, I've been doing that for some 15 years now never had any training okay. um, so you kind of get you go into it on the run but now that there is that there and these um, bespoke courses are now available and um, they've probably been there for, for many years but it's up to individuals yeah. like yeah. themselves to can find it um, with respect to the club they've helped us yeah. and that's now there and it's, it's there for us to do. Um, I'm not sure so yes, a lot of the only goes back on the individual in the individual organisation um, like most things it's not going to come and eat you in the face you have to go and look for some of it. But does not speak about culture
4: there, now have a culture and that fits within that culture and there's some clubs that do have that culture, I worked at Leeds Rhinos that like, have that culture, uh, there, there is other clubs and I think that helps as well to be able to get the right education and uh, to fit the right person, That's that, that, that is a massive help. I think one of the
1: issues is I think that unfortunately there is bad education out there, yes. you know the problem yeah. is that people are doing education and they come back and actually they're even more confused than when they went in right, and yeah, you sort of yeah. think Something's not right here, but it's like, but it's okay because he's got a ticket. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we're actually moving away from actually where we want to be. We want people to undertake education and come back and feel, actually, I feel a lot more confident. I actually understand the theory. I've done some practical mm-hmm. training. Yes, I want to develop that more. They're actually coming back to work and going, I don't really know. And, and it's, it, I've just been doing some appraisals at work and I've been saying to the guys, oh, you know, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to do MPQ level three. Right, fantastic. Um, yeah. What's it going to bring to the business? Oh, well, um, well, I have the NVQ level three, and <laughs> uh, it's just like, no, that's not going to work. No. So quite clearly, you don't even feel that you want, you want to do a course, but you actually don't know what you're actually yeah. going to learn anything off of it. Yeah. And you think, well, that's kind of quite a bit of a major concern, you know, and, I, and I just sort of think that. Does
2: that devalue the actual qualification? Yes. Because yeah. I mean, when I look at, if I go for staff, I've got junior staff, you know, they come into the blank canvas, so you can start, you've got to staff somewhere, so they do start from the big Because that's, that's really almost there for us to look at. If I look at. If I look for a new deputy or someone higher up, the experience is where I'm looking at. Certainly mm-hmm. High-level qualifications, have if you really. qualifications, great. Yeah, but you see that
1: there you are. You see, you've just devalued the whole education yeah. system because you're yeah. saying actually, yeah. actually, want to know what yeah. you know is more valuable to me than actually what they've been trained to do. And I think I was fortunate. I've done the, um, uh, I've done the NID, which was supported by OG. Mm-hmm. I I have to say it's one of the best education systems I had mm-hmm. because they had people from the industry, you know, not only mentoring and teaching, but also. Marking it, and you were under no illusion they would fail you if you weren't at the scratch. So, you made you put the effort in, which made you know, which made you feel that you come away and after 30 odd years, I value that qualification more than anything of the others. And I think that's as well. But I, do they still run the NID? No, no, it gives a new education system full stop and the new
4: levels, it goes one to six now. Uh, and so, they're equivalent of, yeah.
1: Uh, so, it is there but not in there. But you see, this is where I think, as we go through our history timeline, I think that we lose things that are actually really valuable. And I bet if you go in the industry and you say to people, have you got the UNDT? If they have, you know they've worked really hard to achieve that, and that was acknowledged. You know, whereas, like, say, if I come and said, well, I've got NVQ Level 7, you go, have you? Yeah. And, and I think that, that's something that we're kind of missing, that it's just that it's not fit for the purpose. So uh, have you changed Well I guess I, I, as, as a customer, I don't send people on key courses. Okay. I find alternative courses where I want my guys to be to do a course and come away with confidence and knowledge and maybe a thirst for something more, then you know that value is far more important to me and for the business than actually maybe a little bit of paper that it's written on.
0: So you're kind of solving that for yourself by developing your own training program, and your own education program. The really caring theme is bespoke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> you're working hard on that. does a is bit more bespoke. about you doing, isn't
3: it? It, is, it, is, it
4: is bespoke Every. Yes. Uh, what, we've, what we've done through our connections with all the sports at all levels, we're finding out that there's one cap fits all, there's not one size fits all, so we're just changing our education programme to make sure it fits the needs and meets the needs, just like he's saying, of what people want. And it'll, it'll for, be forever evolving, we won't get it right straight away, but some of the sports were written straight away, like the reinforced pictures course with the Premier League. And uh, I spoke to the county championship uh, groundsman at cricket on Monday, and straight away they like what they, they they heard and I think that's the way forward and then what we'll do is we'll tinker with it as we go along and make it more appropriate and uh, make sure that uh, like
0: I said it's the mark. So can these types of courses become more recognized within the industry than
1: MDQs or would you say they already are? I, I think it's just I, I guess it's really on the job efforts yeah we're going to start fighting yeah yeah, yeah yeah I probably won't lose MDQ yeah. You know, yeah. I'll start listing actually the, the key ones that as, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, as, a, as a customer, I'm going to vote with my fee. Sure. I, I can't be bothered to wait for MVU to sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to buy buy what what I need, really, yeah. and I think that's the key thing. But I think it's interesting that when we'd like to say look at the history timeline, education has gone from bespoke to being mass produced to all of a sudden light bulb moment actually bespoke, um, sorry, mass produced is not working. It's actually, sure. the industry is yeah. now chasing the bespoke, Yeah, yeah. Because t- you know, otherwise, it yeah. yeah. wouldn't They're be going on stuff. Bespoke bespoke.
4: Yeah. The industry will take the
0: education. Dan, what are you doing in terms of, you know, managing the Spurs ways one industry you're talking about? What are you doing training your guys? Very much,
3: bespoke. Um, spoke, um, <coughs> we use that word many times. Yeah. But that's what we're looking to do. So some of our guys are doing their own online stuff with IOG. But that you can monitor, and you can monitor right. the, the, the core elements in the syllabus, just in them, them to a college I mean, isn't the answer and Lee's quite right. Um, but sometimes that's probably for us to re-engage with the colleges because if the colleges don't know, then we're not telling them, Is that feedback? then they don't know that it's broken. So it's a little bit of chicken and egg mm-hmm. where we actually have to go back to the colleges and invite the college in and say, look, I'm not going to put any more people on your MBQ Level 2 because looking at the core elements of the syllabus, that doesn't cover off what we want them to, to learn. So we've got to go back and, and look at how we engage with it. And the you know, this comes back to us as well. It's so not just a case of they're not doing it. It's, we've got to go back and tell them they're not doing it. And in many respects, that's what Jason's been doing for, for a couple of years now with the IOG, and, and working with some of us guys on, on getting stuff that we want. OK. Um, I think it's important. Uh, so it sounds to me like the industry is taking control of it anyway. So yeah, and you you can't drive any back. Um labour like side. produced, and now you get you back to back piece of stuff. But we're actually going as an organisation to the industry
4: and saying what do you think? Yeah. We're actually chasing them. We're not waiting for the feedback because feedback invariably doesn't come
1: or it doesn't come enough. So we're actually <coughs> going to say what do we want? What do you want? Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting what we said on the previous episode about having the the ladder career ladder. I guess the career ladder wasn't for us, we made that yeah. ladder as we've gone up. And I think because we've made we developed our own style and and cut our own path, that also has made that actually that doesn't fit for me. I'll let you know. Because we've been making a lot of breaking new ground for ourselves anyway. So it's natural for us. The concern is the next generation that I guess following in our footsteps and it's just like well what do they follow? And we don't want them to be following You know, stuff that's not working for us now. It's like we need to develop here to make it better.